Welcome to this special NBA Finals edition episode of the Bronx Steer Basketball Show. I am your host, Nathan Callanan, and I am joined by my co-host, Jack Lynch. We're coming to you from Melbourne, Australia, where it is currently 3 p.m. on Saturday, the 10th of October. On today's show, of course, it's our post-game, our Game 5, of course, I stuff it up, uh, our Game 5 post-game in our you're too, game. You're too excited, Nathan. I'm too excited today. Our NBA Finals Game five post game show. So that's what it is. I'm not meaning to stuff these things up, JL, but as you just said, today I'm just violently screaming it out. So it's our game five post game show. It's going to be a great one. It's time for tip off. Once again, welcome to the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. This is our special NBA Finals edition episodes, our Game 5 post-game show. JL, how are you, mate? I'm sweaty. <laughs> My hands are still shaking. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> I... I got up off the couch after watching. I was like, oh, geez, I got a bit of a hamstring sweat here from sitting on a leather couch for too long. <laughs> what a game. Um, there's really just, I don't even know where to start for this because that's all you want as a fan of the NBA. Two stars going at it, scoring down the stretch, alternating leads, bucket for bucket. It was just a dream come true for for Miami fans I suppose Lakers fans probably aren't so as, as excited as we are um but what a game I hope you're wearing your step one undies JL are you always shout outs to yeah. our future sponsors step one they are definitely our future sponsors uh JL and and I both wear uh step one undies and yeah they're not a sponsor yet but Bamboo underwear, if you've got some tree trunks or legs, uh, they'll definitely help you in a sweaty game five. As you said, Lakers fans wouldn't have loved it. I had my Lakers fan brother in the lounge room, just the parallel, or sorry, just... Adjacent? Adjacent? Oh, I was going to say perpendicular. Is that the right one? Stick with adjacent. <laughs> adjacent to my back wall and because I use NBA league pass and because I paid damn good money for it I just stick in my room watch my league pass he was watching it on on Foxtel which is cable for all our non-Australians so he was getting it faster than like a minute faster and I could hear him you know celebrating screaming and 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 that was determining what graphic I was making whether his screams (laughs) I was sweating I was nervous uh, I was watching, I was trying to determine whether I put up my Lakers graphic or my Miami graphic on the pages. But then when I hear him going crazy about Markeith Morris and Danny Green at the end, I just thought, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. And then I get to, sorry, Lakers fans, I'm not, I don't love the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but as you said, 
two pods ago when Miami won game three. We just want to see more basketball. We want to see a competitive series and it's looking like it might be. Yeah, who would have thought, hey? Big win by Miami and all of a sudden the pressure's back on the Lakers and you never know what can happen in game sixes and sevens. Well, the series score of 3-2, I don't know how you feel about it, sort of just the way you feel about five games. I still feel like the Lakers, obviously they're in the box seat, but I still feel like they're in a very comfortable position. It's just about when they have to when they have to get it done sort of thing. However, in saying that, today wasn't a game where the Lakers played bad. I mean, AD was hobbled for most of it. But, I mean, we'll get into it. But LeBron James, 40 points, six (laughs) three-pointers. The Lakers threw everything apart from role players at the heat. You know, the Lakers didn't play poorly at all. When you got LeBron and AD doing LeBron and AD things, I guess the best way to put it, well, that, those two players together were outstanding. Um, what is it? 68 points between the two of them, 10 assists, 25 rebounds. But they're, I suppose if you really want to be critical of the Lakers, the one downside was that everyone else outside of those two players shot 14 out of 46, so 30% from the field, and six of 24 of those were from three, so 25%. So did it lose the game for the Lakers? I mean, well, they lost the game. It probably wasn't the ultimate thing that led to the loss because they are the role players for the reason, but it just goes to show how good Miami were today because if you've got LeBron and AD on like that, if you've got LeBron on that, like on like that for any game, if yeah. he's going 40, 13 and seven on pretty much 75% from the field, six or nine from three, you're going to win the game nine times out of 10. So I think all the credit he has to go to Miami for just fighting all the way to the final buzzer. When LeBron makes six three-pointers, six of nine... I looked up on Basketball Reference his uh, career high in a single game, and it's, unless I'm wrong, it's eight. And he's done that a couple times. If LeBron's making that many threes, as Van Gundy said, you're usually losing (laughs) because there's nothing else he can do. And it wasn't that the Lakers lost because, because obviously LeBron was bad or anything. The Heat found a way to get over this Lakers mountain that even included LeBron outside shooting. So let me just ask you, who was your player of the game? Because I sort of felt you leaning one way there. Who was your player of the game for today? Can you can you really split the two? I mean, <laughs> Butler came away with the win. Um, it's 35-11, or 35-12-11 with five steals or 40-13-7 and seven with three steals. Like, the two were just... Going at it towards the end, they were inseparable pretty much the entire game. But I suppose the only way to decide is that Miami got the win. And so I'm just typing in LeBron James' age. So he's 35 currently. He's about to be 36 in December. December. Let me just... There's probably going to be a lot of hot takes here because when I'm excited, hot takes go flying and hot take questions. (laughs) Let me... I just looked up uh, LeBron age and he's 35. He's going to be 36 on the 30th of December. This might have been the difference between the two guys, Butler and and LeBron. LeBron had 40 and 13 rebounds, and Jimmy had his 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 5 steals, and the win. Forgetting the win, Jimmy played, I think they said, all but 48 seconds of the game. So he played 47 minutes. 47 minutes and 12 seconds. LeBron played 42. And now you might be saying to me, what do you mean? What are you about to say, Nath? That's some serious minutes either way. 
But LeBron will play the whole game in other scenarios. Are we going to see LeBron James, if this goes to a seven or even six, are we going to see him play a 48 game like, like, or 47 like Butler did today, similar? Um, or is his 35-year-old age, is this the year that he doesn't do that, if it goes to six or seven? Seven, you know. I don't think he'll play all 48. Um, he's only done that a handful of times off memory. In 2018, when he was carrying that awful Cavs team to the finals with <laughs> D-Rose who had broken down and uh, Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance, whoever it was. I think he had a few 48-minute yeah. games, yeah, against the a team that I don't want to talk about. Um, but <laughs> LeBron's whole career is... Well, I guess the way the game's changed as well is, you know, when he first started in the league, he was averaging like 45 minutes a night because that was common. Um, but he's never really had to do it in the playoffs before. Even like the 2013 Miami series, for example, um, when it went to seven and there were so many tight games, LeBron was sort of hovering at like the 45, 46-minute mark. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if that happens again, just to get a few, you know, a bit of rest in that second quarter, like he always off the first quarter. Um, and I think that also just helps his teammates get into a bit of rhythm more so than anything else. So I suppose it's up to Frank Vogel where he goes with that and LeBron. But we've been hearing for years that LeBron spends what two million dollars each year on his body. Like I, I have no doubts that he's physically able to to go the distance. And you saw at the end of the game with about five minutes to go, they said, James looks tired. And then they flicked out of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler and he was even more tired. So I have no doubt that he's fine. Um, so I suppose it just depends on the the flow of the game. And if it does come down to it, I have no doubt that he'll say, keep me on, but I wouldn't be surprised if he sits like two or three minutes there. Yeah, I guess I am just getting a bit excited for a potential Game 7. The Heat still have to get Game 6, but I would love to have an answer to that question if if this is the year slash age, as I said, he's uh, just about to be 36, if this is the time when we stop seeing not not full effort LeBron, that's, not the, that's nowhere near the right way to say it, but as you said, as recent as 2018 in that Game 7 against the Celtics, he came off for similar like one minute or less than one minute, just like Jimmy did today. And I'd like to see if this goes to seven, if LeBron would still do that. But moving away from the hypotheticals, there was other players on the court today. And you mentioned the other players getting into rhythm. KCP was decently nice, at least from three today. Yeah, his, his box score doesn't show how effective he was, I don't think. Um, like six of 15 from the field, but in a game where it was so scrappy and no other real player could get going outside of Butler, Davis and James for the most part, and or Duncan Robinson as well, I'm sorry. Um, but those 16 handy points were critical to keep the Lakers in it at some points. It's more about, the, I guess, the other players. That's what, I guess, KCP 16 points stands out from. Danny Green continues to be not great. He hit a couple of threes and they were memorable here and there. But there's only one three that's going to be memorable from that game, and it's Danny's brick at the end of the game. It wasn't um, even close. Have you, have you seen the petition that Lakers fans have started that if the Lakers win the championship, Danny Green shouldn't get a ring? <laughs> I don't blame them at all. He is throwing up bricks constantly. And this and this is part of my problem with like Lakers fans, like typical Lakers fans. And if you're a Laker fan listener, please 
prove me wrong and start a trend of not being like that. But yes, um, Danny Green, I guess, has been pretty bad this series. He wasn't great. Markeith Morris, who's been decent, didn't do anything today. I felt like he did more than the box score shows. It looks like he only had zero points, three turnovers, and nothing else. Oh, he was just atrocious defensively as well. I, I mean, his box score is just empty, but the fact that Butler would just target him on offense – or on defense, sorry, and just attack it. Like, in that fadeaway the Butler hit at the end, Morris didn't even try and contest it. Yeah. Like, and then the turnover at the end of the game, he was just, <laughs> he was not there. That was one of the worst performances I've seen in the finals in quite a long time. And and this is how the story goes. Kuzma, uh, a minus 17 on the plus minus, seven points, 0 of 4 from 3. Rondo, 0 of 3 um, from downtown when... I mentioned that's all I'm going to praise him for when he hits threes. Caruso was solid. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like my boy Caruso. He just plays a fun. But he had two. I'm off memory. It was two passes where LeBron was actually the screener, and Caruso fed him bounce passes, led to buckets both times. Like he played his role, did his part, and just was solid all around and played some pretty good defense. It's just funny how when you watch a game, how. A, the role players and bench players can seem so thin or so deep. And so today, it really felt like outside of KCP, as you said before, there was no one really scoring for the Lakers. Whereas on other days when they win, it feels like, oh, we come on here, Mark Eve, Morris, Kuzma, Rondo, unbelievable, you know, how they knock down these shots. And the contrast on a, on a losing day is amazing. I guess it goes to show how find the line in the NBA is between winning and losing. And it's just your role players stepping up more often than not. If they're just playing serviceable gamers where they're just getting the job done, don't need to get hot or anything, just hit the shots you're meant to hit, your team's going to win more often than not. And over to the Miami Heat. Of course, I mentioned Jimmy. What a game he had. Would you say that the 40-point triple-double he had in game three is better or worse than this one? As in, sorry. Worse is a bad word, but which game would you ho- oh. hold higher in his career game? You're going to always have to talk about the elimination game, 35-point triple-double with five steals. Um, the 40-point game in itself was incredible, um, and he was more efficient in that game, but facing elimination, there's just so much more pressure on. Um, this is going to be a game that defines the rest of his career, I think. I mean, the Lakers role players were pretty crap, but it's got to be said that the the Heat defense and scrambling and getting out to them and and putting on the pressure was really nice today. I thought that Igadala, even though he had zero points, I thought that he was important most of the time. He was making he made some smart steals, some some uh, swipe downs. Is that what you call? He's them? got yeah, he's got some of the best hands defensively that and the commentators always go on about it, but. His timing is just incredible just to always get his hand in the right position, doesn't get armed, just always gets a clean clean ball and just creates fast break opportunities. And, of course, Jimmy Butler going to LeBron or whoever he needed to go to. Uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, they were, they were just running around, which is what you need to do. You just need to try and get out and make LeBron and AD the – like, you know, so many times you say make someone else beat you. But at the same time, in the finals, it's most likely that LeBron and AD are just going to get their way. So if you're Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, your job is to just make Markeith Morris 
and the rest of the the bench players their life hard and I thought that Robinson and Hero were doing well to get out to the shooters. Um, Robinson especially, he's his defense this series has impressed me so much. Yeah, like LeBron, he's getting picked on as so much by LeBron because there's obviously such a mismatch there, but his movement off the ball, he's um, just playing that one pass away where he sort of gets into the passing lane and just puts a bit of hesitation into the Lakers players' minds. Just doing all the the little things really well so far. But then we talk about the offensive end for the Heat and let's just talk about the impressive performance from Kendrick Nunn. Of course, Goran Dragic still not back for the Heat. I mean, it keeps sort of getting reported that he's not playing. I think he keeps trying to reassess and and trying to get a spot to play to help out. But I wouldn't think that Dragic would play for the for the whole series. And I, I I was impressed early on by Kendrick Nunn until the Lakers put Caruso on him late and, and that helped out with stopping he, Nunn. He was fantastic after such an ordinary game in game four where it was what, like four of 16 or here's a dog barking now. A post <laughs> what's the dog? Or something like that. What's the, what's the, what's the dog's name? <laughs> Luna. God bless her. But you've, um, yeah, Kendrick Nunn, the way he, bounced back after you know as a rookie especially if you're having a such a negative performance in the playoffs it'd be so easy to get into your own head but he came into the game was aggressive from the get-go hit some two like two threes I'm pretty sure in the first quarter if not the first half and just really asserted himself into the game yeah he was good and bam bam I felt like all I remember from this game was bam getting bullied by ad around the rim yeah. What did you think about that sort of – how did that play out for you? Well, he wasn't – I don't really know how what how much pain he's in or how much it's limiting him physically, but he was missing open shots under the ring as well. Like there was that ov- obvious dunk that he missed, which was, you know, LeBron sort of got in there and jumped out of the way. But other than that, like he just kept missing some open layups and just tip shots that he'd normally make. Um, and then – so obviously I think he must be in some sort of discomfort just based on that or he's just off tonight. But defensively, normally he's, you know, he's quite strong and he moves his feet well. But, and I mean, we've got to credit Davis because he's such a unique offensive player both inside and out. But Adebayo normally matches up quite well against him. But for some reason tonight, Adebayo didn't even trouble Davis at all. I would say it's hesitance with his injury. He might be feeling the pain, but uh, a lot of times it can, if it's in your head, that's what makes you miss dunks and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not lovely for the Heat that he's doing that. I thought he did all right when they sent Bam to guys like LeBron to sort of, you know, just keep LeBron in front of him. Yeah. But overall, I didn't think Bam had a great game. The 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 number one supporting man for the Jimmy Butler show tonight, he, he wasn't in his... Uh, Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship tonight. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and he had a great game in game four as well. Duncan yeah. Robinson has has turned on. And let me note also, while, while Tyler Hero didn't have a great game, especially late, I felt like Hero was, was warming up early. I feel like Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, and Tyler Hero, I feel like they're used to this series now. They are young players Two of them are rookies. Duncan Robinson, this is his first real year. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah, he's he played, what, 15 games in his rookie year, so this is the one that counts. You know, you've got LeBron and AD. I'm not too sure how scared you are as a Lakers fan, but it's not fun to see Tyler Hero having that look in his eye early in this game. Yes, he sort of tightened up late in the game, but Kendrick Nunn, Robinson and Hero, if they're warming up, especially Robinson continues to be so great, this could really, really go to seven and, and really down to the wire. Definitely. I mean, as we've been talking about all series and all playoffs, it's so easy for teams to get hot. And especially when you've got guys that can make three-pointers consistently, it's so easy to jump out into a 20-point lead all of a sudden. And I mean, Miami did that early today where they got to an 11-point lead and they did it time and time again with the Celtics. So although in the, against the Celtics, they were chasing down those leads. Sorry. But it's just no matter what the score is, both teams are going to be a chance if that makes sense. So don't count this Miami team out because it only takes, you know, eight good minutes and they've got, you know, Robinson hits a few contested threes and Hero goes off the dribble and hits two. And, you know, if that happens, we're going to game seven. Duncan Robinson, 26 points today, seven of 13 from three, fouled by no brain Kuzma. <laughs> that was one of the worst fouls of all time. <laughs> You just got to, with these shooters, these, uh, surely by now the the basketball coaches of the youth and especially like, I don't know, the, I don't know if there's, well, the colleges and the, the prestigious high schools, surely by now they're starting to teach the kids barely even contest threes. Put your hand up, stay where you are because in the future you're going to be in this NBA and hopefully in the future we stop seeing such, as much as exciting as a, Four-point play is, God, there's some silly fouls on three-point shots. And what annoys me as well on this is just the f- continuous flopping we see on three-point shots as well. Like Duncan Robinson had one of the worst flops I've seen on a three-pointer early in the game um, where oh, uh, yeah. AD off memory closed him out and Robinson's almost folded in half to pretend he got fouled. Um, and until the refs sort of find this balance between rewarding good defense where the players kick their legs out or lent into it. Players are going to take advantage of it. Um, but Sorry. <laughs> bless you, mate. Sorry. But I, I suppose in the meantime, Robinson's going to keep taking advantage and he's so good at sprinting and coming to a complete stop and Kuzma's just, momentum's just taking him through. So that's just such a important part of Robinson's game to be able to do that. So quickly, let me just ask you, what can the Lakers do or who can just be better what can the (laughs) lakers do to try and win game six what do the heat have to maintain and what can they even improve on to win game six yeah give me the whole spiel the lakers role players need to stand up um i mean that open you're not going to hit all your shots but danny green wide open is a decent chance you're gonna you're gonna take that any any day of the week i think lebron made the right pass to go to him, but you got to get a better shot up than that. Like to front ring, uh, front iron, like it wasn't even close, but for the most part, like Kuzma, KCP, um, Green, Morris, just let the game come to them. I said this about Kuzma after game three, I'm pretty sure. LeBron's going to make the right play and get the ball to you. You don't need to try and create your own offense. Um, so I think LeBron and Davis played Excellently, they weren't forcing anything, which is what you see superstars do sometimes. Um, they're like, "Oh, I've got to win this game myself and put up 
you know, contested layups. Like if LeBron did put that layup up at the end of the game where he had three guys on him fading away, it wouldn't have been the wisest shot. So I'm all for that pass. I just think this, the role players need to hit their shots. And on the other end, Miami just need to do what they're doing. Butler is, he's going to have a good game. You can just, you can almost guarantee it. He's feeling it. Um, and he's been more confident moving further outside the longer this series has gone. Um, he only hit one three today, but he hit a two with his foot on the three-point line. So I think his jump shot's sort of warming up a little bit. So it's just everyone else needs to chip in now. Bam's got to be more aggressive. Um, Kendrick Nunn, do what you did today. That sort of thing where you've got this formula that's working. They've just got to stick to it. And I'm sure the Lakers will be doing everything they can to disrupt everyone else and let Butler try and win it himself. I think it was after game one or game two, and I'll I'll quickly just brag about this and hang my hat on it, that I said that Jimmy Butler needs to be scoring minimum of 30 points for the Heat to win. In both the Heat wins, he's scored a minimum of 30 points. So I'll, I'm here for autographs. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what a mate. <laughs> um, no, nah, but yeah, as you said, Jimmy just got to, he's got to keep being that, you know, he, he took the foot off the gas in game four, sort of, you know, he didn't do the 40 point triple double type game and then they didn't win. He's got to have a ridiculous night. They have LeBron and AD, not ridiculous, but he's got to have a very, very good night for the heat to have any chance in any game in this series. He's got to do it again. It would be really great if Bam can, can uh, get a bit better offensively, but we'll see how that goes. LeBron can't do much more. AD, interesting to see what's going to happen with him and his uh, his leg. He's he said he's fine after the game, but you know he, they're always going to say that. I'm sure he'll play. He won't be a hundred percent. So it just sort of depends on. I guess it it depends on how much it li- limits his athleticism. Is the only sort of question there. So if he yeah. can still make those quick plays and time his blocks well, I think he'll be fine. He can be a bit frustrating, to be honest. I mean, it's probably not that frustrating as a Lakers fan to keep seeing him get up, but because he always goes down like once a game. Mm. And I always, by now, you know, if you've seen it enough, I just always say, oh, he's going to get up. But today he got up and then he seemed for the rest of the game, not terrible or not like broken leg, but he seemed not 100%. You could definitely say there's not 100% um of his ability was being put on the floor. So yeah, the Lakers need their role players to step up and hit shots. Otherwise, and and not have blatant turnovers at the end of the game when LeBron's wide open from three. Oh, Mark Eve Morris. That was one of, I mean, I understood what he was trying to do. He saw Davis on the inside there, but Davis hadn't sealed and set his feet properly in the paint. So he was off balance. That throw just, it looked worse than it actually was, I think. But it was shades of J.R. Smith in 2018 game one where <laughs> LeBron was there. LeBron scored 51 in that game. He had 40 tonight. Everything was just set in stone to be, you know, the heroic finish. And that's how just, he's been repaid. Does LeBron have the most, like, team? the teams let him down most in finals games ever? Well, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say he puts himself in the, in the conversation because... He's, he's been to the finals 10 times. So it's one of those sort of default, you know, of course. <laughs> you know. There are just, I feel like pretty much the entire 2014 Spurs series where 
LeBron was playing well and D-Wade's knees were gone and Bosch just wasn't feeling it. You got all those Cavs teams where LeBron was doing everything and they were shooting 18% from three and <laughs> brain fades at the end of games. And it's just, there are people that are going to criticize him for not making the shot there at the end of the game. They're going to say he should have thrown that up. But I think what makes him such a good basketball player is that if he, he trusts his teammates and he's willing to put the ball in their hands at the end of games. But geez, it must hurt watching Danny Danny Green come, you know, <laughs> oh. a ball and a half short of going in and standing there wide open and seeing Morris just throw it out of bounds. What the Lakers would do to simply have Avery Bradley back in this lineup, uh, I'm sure they'd do incredible things. I just want to see more basketball. But I don't think it will go to seven, though, unfortunately. And I know we keep trying to underplay how good Miami is right now because they are playing some pretty good basketball for the most part. But LeBron, after to tonight's game, is 17 of 19 in closeout games. Um, and I just I can't see this happening again where Miami shoots 42% from three and Butler's this hot and... Duncan Robinson scoring 26. I think Lebr- LeBron will get the Lakers over the line in game six. I think I think that as well. I thought that would happen today. I think we I think we both did. Definitely. But I'll tell you what, JL, uh, our Kobe Bryant Black Mamba Lakers edition special limited edition jersey giveaway. That's a hell of a sentence. You had to, to enter. You had to correctly guess the final series score and the finals MVP. We're out. Yeah, We're well, out. you and I both guessed uh Lakers in five and LeBron finals MVP Lakers are not winning this in five so we cannot win the jersey unfortunately if I've done a Kevin Durant and have all these burner accounts and I was secretly (laughs) (laughs) secretly put in all these bets I reckon I'm a chance (laughs) please tell me if if I end up pulling out one of yours but anyway so of course, it could be from here. It could be Lakers in six, Lakers in seven, or Heat in seven. If you entered one of those in our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram comments on our Kobe Bryant jersey post, you be pretty happy right now because you're still in the the running for the. I'm not. I'm sure not many people would have put Heat in seven or Lakers in in six or seven, but it'll be interesting when I draw that. I will draw that straight after the finals end for everyone that's. Uh, asking me about that. JL, thanks for coming on today. The next game is Monday our time, Australian time. It's Sunday US time. So I'll talk to you Monday. Looking forward to it, mate. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. We're on every podcast app. And if you are using Apple Podcasts or iTunes, don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. It really helps the show. And also don't forget to press follow or subscribe, whatever that button is on your podcast app. We can't wait for game six. We'll talk to you next time.